I'm Michael Stavola. This is Inside Prison Walls, where we take a look at issues Kansas prisons face and get first-hand accounts for what prison life is like. Produced by the Hutchinson News. Michael Edwards had a one-in-one record in mixed martial arts. But that was 20 years ago, and now the 46-year-old is planning one last fight in the cage. What does this have to do with being inside prison walls? Well, Edwards used his time as a corrections officer at the Hutchinson Prison to train by fighting inmates. Most of those guys in the joint are cowards. I mean, they're they're in there for shooting somebody, or you know, most of their violence is you know beating on a woman, or you know, there's very few street fighters anymore, and you don't have they don't have their gun. They're not that intimidating. I mean. I'd be intimidated, but you're a different breed. What, uh, <laughs> so, it, like, again, once you people knew you'd fight them, you didn't feel like you had more of a target on your back at all? No, no, not at all. In fact, it made my job easier because you got respect. You know, you hear all kinds of stories and how it is, but you really won't know how it is until you actually get in there. I mean, they give you a hard time, especially with your new, but once you establish a reputation, you know, it uh, it travels, and uh, the inmates know who they can mess with and who they couldn't couldn't mess with. And I had a solid reputation. The one thing they they respect is one thing to respect somebody who uh, you know uh, writes a disciplinary report, but they really have a lot of respect. Someone that will screw the disciplinary report, I'll go over in the back and kick your ass. It's crazy, but that's what Edwards grew up doing when he was raised by his grandparents in Pratt. Being one of the only black families in Pratt, I was uh, I was the only one that could fight, so I actually filed protection for everybody. You know, my, my cousins would, whenever someone said the N word, they'd call me, and I was like the equalizer. <laughs> I'd have a joke and beat up everybody, and I realized that I got more notification from that than scoring 15 points, 16, 20 points in a basketball game. So it kinda, I kind of liked it. You know, I liked the the recognition you got from beating somebody up, and um, I carried that on when I was a correctional officer. I was getting into street fights, and the uh, I and I kept hearing about it, and. Uh, Internal investigation. Finally, Tommy Williams, the I and I investigator, said, "Hey, man, if we get another police report with you in it about a street fight, we're going to have to let you go. And since you like fighting so much, why don't, why don't you try the tough man contest? If you win that, you can get paid." So I tried it, you know, and I won a couple of them, you know, and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. He worked at the Hutchinson Prison from 1994 to 2006. When when we were in our training class, Emma was a rookie, and they they talk about a real tough officer go to the back, but it was more of like talk, but it never happened. You know, I heard talk like that, and you know, I actually did it. Cause, you know, to me, I I don't believe in a whole bunch of talk. Eventually, he got in a fight with an inmate that mouthed off to him. The two fought in food service. 
And then he got in another fight, and another. At 3-0, Edwards developed a reputation, and a main event was set up between him and a guy nicknamed Big 40. He was like the toughest uh, uh, inmate, and we were still, and I liked him, but we were going to fight, kind of like a super fight. And, and there was another inmate I got into a altercation, not a lot of altercation, but we, we had a verbal disagreement, and then he was going to get some inmates to jump me because instead of, you know, fighting me one-on-one, he, he was going to get some some of them, a few of them to jump me. And uh, Big 40 heard of that, and he stepped in, and he said, hey, if that dude's man enough to go back there and fight you, you need to fight him one-on-one. You know, and and uh, and he told me what the plans were, what they were going to do, and he, he squashed that. The same inmate that was trying to get some people to jump me, he was mad. So he went and told, trying to get me in trouble. And that that's the worst thing you can be in there, a joint is a snitch. So he lost a lot of respect within the inmate. So, you know, just him doing that, you know, helping me out. And I really, we didn't fight, but he would have... It would he would probably be be probably size you know size doesn't matter you know I'm I was about two hundred pounds he was about three fifty you know so it was, it was I was giving up a lot of size but mm-hmm. I was going to give him hell. I looked the inmate up. He's no longer at the prison. He's listed at six four. He was two hundred and sixty pounds. Of course, he could have gained a lot of weight being in prison during his time. But he's got over twenty disciplinary reports for things like intimidating and fighting other inmates. Edward stopped fighting inmates altogether until one day another one started to mouth off to him. I told Camacho to tell his boy to cool out, and then he's like, no, go back to the fight, and he wants to fight you, man. And I said, man, I'll kill that dude. So I wanted Camacho to watch me kick his butt instead of tell, telling him that I would kick his butt. And he and I was kicking his butt, and Camacho said, that's enough. I said, no, I decide when it's enough. And that's when he came from behind and kicked me in the face. And I was whooping them both. I got tired. And uh, yeah, I wasn't in that great of shape, but I was whooping them. And I said, then I said, that's enough. And they said, okay. I did ask someone who used to be an inmate at the Hutchinson prison, and they said the stories about Edwards were true. They did say, though, that the last fight where Edwards got jumped, he had lost. Of course, those those were the words that he heard from the two guys who were involved in the fight. And I asked Edwards a little more about this, and he said that if you're in a fight and you get jumped in, it's two versus one, and you hold your own, that's a win. And so, according to him, his record is 4-0 fighting inmates. No, not, no, nothing noticeable. A nick on the eye, but nothing. You know, I'm a dark skin, so it has to be a really good shot. I never really did get a really good shot. In December, he stepped back in the cage to fight a guy named J.W. Kaiser, who's listed at 5'11 as well and 225 pounds. Kaiser had been at least two fights earlier that year, and again, Edwards hadn't fought in 20 years. But he came out swinging. Oh, goodness gracious. They're wasting no time getting started either. Michael Edwards throwing bombs moving forward, settles on top with an underhook. Michael Edwards means business. He is pounding on his head. Big hammer fist, sneaks up the middle. Edwards cuts, Kaiser open over the nose. It's 
going to be interesting to see when these guys get back to the feet who has the uh, the more energy. It takes a lot of uh, oxygen to feed those muscles of Edwards, and he's going to have the same power once they get back to the feet. Now Kaiser's getting busy here. Maybe he heard me. Boom. Oh, and Edwards falling to a leg here. Edwards takes a huge gamble, gives up position for a leg lock, and Kaiser coming on top and throwing hooks. Kaiser touches him with a hook. Was this a good idea by Edwards? Big elbows here from JW. Elbows from Kaiser. They're landing. Edwards decided to fall to his back. I have no idea why, but Kaiser's making a pay for it. Why on earth would you do that? Oh, now he's, oh, big elbows, big punches. Kaiser oh, he's out. Big punches. He's knocked out. Put him out. He's out! He's out! J.W. Kaiser gets the knockout! Wow, what a comeback for J.W. Kaiser. Edwards gave him the fight. I mean, legitimately, Edwards just gave it to him. He, Edwards was winning the fight on top. Kaiser had zero answers, zero ability to fight off his back. Edwards said, come on top and come pound on me. That's what you're good at. Edwards stopped working at the prison in 2006, but continued to do personal training. I asked him if now, if, if he had the same opportunity, if he'd be intimidated going in there, or if he looks at his experience a little differently. I pointed out to him that he very likely could have been stabbed by an inmate. Hindsight, looking back, uh, I guess I probably should have, but I was just so young, dumb, had an ego, and I could kick anybody's ass. And uh, I saw it as practice for MMA, and you know, and but you know, they could have had a, a weapon, a, a shank or something. And they definitely do have weapons there. A press release from the Kansas Department of Corrections in February listed that 46 weapons were found at the Hutchinson prison, along with drugs, phones, and chargers. In the release, the KDOC said that it was an annual search, and I asked the reporter who covered it had he seen that release before. He'd been here 20 years and never saw a release like that, which definitely tells me there's a big change in transparency under the new administration. Since I started this podcast in 2018, I did over a dozen open records requests for things that should have met the criteria for being filled. Most of them were denied. In one case, I was asking about maintenance on toilets, and they denied it, saying that that would pose a safety threat to them. For this podcast, which I started working on before the new administration took over, the KDOC spokesperson told me that they have zero tolerance for a corrections officer fighting an inmate and that employees were supposed to report abuse if they saw it happening. I think they took pride and had an officer that was, was going back there whooping inmates, but it was not something that nobody really talked about. I didn't talk about it, but I'm, they've heard. They heard. It made my job easier because you got respect, and, and it made respect physical power. They, they knew the officers they could push, and even today, you know, I'm told that they still talk about me like, man, like a legend and a guy that actually took off the radio. A lot of guys talk about it. You hear a story, you know, but I actually did it. I, I really enjoyed fighting. There's a rush that you get from that you can't get anywhere from anything else. Thanks for listening to Inside Prison Walls, a production of the Hutchinson News. We'll visit more insiders, so come back for more episodes. Learn more at hutchnews.com and follow Hutchinson News on Facebook and on Twitter.